0: Welcome to the channel, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight we're talking about Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. I got Killian and Coriander with me. Alright guys. Yeah, we're ready to go, man. We're officially in dark territory. Uh, Let's see see who we have in the chat before we get to this, man. Uh, We got Quasi in the chat saying, hello. I didn't hate this film. I was just confused about what was going on. I will sit back and listen all right okay Uh, we got Gore in the chat saying I love H3 season of the witch I went to see this when I was around 10 years old of course expecting a sequel I ended up disappointed but couldn't deny that it's a good film still enjoy it to this day all right (laughs) and he says it's definitely not a bad movie (laughs) Uh, slasher Fred saying the night nobody came home that's right. That's right. <laughs> Mary's in the chat saying, Finally made it to the ice cream truck. That cardio is paying off. <laughs> Bad joke. Happy evening. <laughs> What's going on? All right. We got Mr. Dan in the chat saying, I really like this when I watched it for the first time a few months ago. Wow. That was the first. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I remember he was talking about that. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Strange monkeys in the chat. Don't forget about the big giveaway. <laughs> right, <laughs> you guys are too funny, man. Oh man. All right, let's see what else we got. Um, Eric's in the chat, and of course, he says my favorite entry after part four. All right. Nice. All right. <laughs> uh, and we got Myers fan in the chat saying sup. What's up, man? What's up? Hey. Yes. Yes. Uh oh, we got Doomsday Crypt in the chat. What's going on, man? Saying awesome intro. Thanks a lot, man. Yeah. We appreciate that. Welcome to the chat. <laughs> okay, guys. So we're talking about Halloween Three: Season of the Witch. For anyone who's been around the channel with us for a long time, you've heard us mention it briefly especially when we've talked about the other two of the big three, when we've talked about our, our Freddie movies, uh, when we talked about the franchise and when we did our uh, Friday 13th franchise, but now we're getting into this specifically quick take kill. Mm-hmm. What is, what does this movie mean to you? Uh,
1: you know, I, I, I agree pretty much with something Gore said. I mean, it's, it's not a bad movie but if I was like Gore and I'm 10 years old and I go to the movie theater and I see a movie that's called Halloween three season of the witch I'm expecting Michael Myers. I'm expecting, you know, Dr. Loomis or something or or Dr. Loomis's assistant, something. And you you got none of this. You got Tom Atkins being a pimp. That's what you get in this. Uh, But, but yeah, but it, it is not a bad movie though.
0: All right. Um, Coriander, now I want you to give me your quick take on this, as far as back in the day. Okay, you get what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. Okay. This this actually was the first Halloween movie I saw as a kid. Okay. Okay. And yeah, like I hadn't seen the first two, oh,
0: and you know I really didn't care for it. Okay. Back then. All right. Okay, that's good. Yeah. My quick take. When I saw this as a kid, and I don't, I don't know if you'd remember it, Killian, but I remember mom and dad had this, uh, this book. It was basically a video catalog from the, uh, the rental place. So I used to love reading the book, especially in the horror section, and I'd look at all the, the artwork, you know, for the movies that we would try to be renting. And I remember seeing the artwork for this, and I was like, wow, man, Halloween 3, I wanna see this, I wanna see this. And I had loved the first one, I loved the second one, and I was ready to rock and roll. I saw it, and I hated it. I hated it. I was pissed off. I was like, where's Michael? There was no Michael. I'm gonna leave it at that for right now, guys. We're gonna talk about this movie, but real quick to finish up in the chat, a few more people jumped in uh we got my man apollo in the chat saying hey guys i love halloween three great soundtrack yeah, yeah. man the soundtrack is badass we mm-hmm. got brian brian's in the chat saying i saw this film at a halloween marathon wow <laughs> All right? Okay. now that is cool very cool yeah. uh myers fan saying it still feels like a halloween film i like it yeah. oh it sure does yeah, yeah. Strange monkey saying Halloween three was the greatest prank ever pulled by Universal Studios. I'm sure, yeah. You know, and it, and it kind of goes with the the whole idea of the movie. You know, it really, really. Well, does. if you think
2: about it, like with my situation, I didn't even really know there was a Michael Myers. You know, right? Because this is the first right. one I had seen.
0: Right. So yeah. And uh, let's see. Eric was saying tis 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 hating on it initially for no Michael now. Eric, you gotta remember, man. I was like eight years old, okay. So you <laughs> give me some slack. No, no, I'm just playing. No, but seriously, I, I really really hated it. Okay, guys. Now one other thing. I, one other thing I want to do too uh, before we start uh, off uh, with our main intro. This is the question we're gonna pose to you guys, and for you guys in the chat, please just give us give us the yay or the nay. The question is: Is season of the witch a good entry? in the franchise some of you guys have already said it but you know just something to throw out there especially if people are coming in late uh we're gonna get finished getting set up so for you guys in the chat for you guys watching the replay sit back relax you know what time it is
3: you don't really know much about halloween you thought no further than the strange custom of having your children wear masks and go out begging for candy It was the start of the year in our old Celtic lands, and we'd be waiting. In our houses of wattles and clay. The barriers would be down, you see, between the real and the unreal. Halloween. The festival of Samhain. The last great one took place 3,000 years ago when the hills ran red with the blood of animals and children. Sacrifices to the part of our world. Our craft. Witchcraft. And Happy Halloween.
0: Man of my word. <laughs>
1: Consider this home. No killing the vibe in the night watch zone. See any more fight when the lights come on? Hit like and subscribe and the show might blow, go viral. No COVID It's a spiral emotions. Hand on the Bible. Only go sign in the dopest of vitals. Better tune in, yeah. You know it's vital. From Schwarzenegger, Kane Hotter, Corey G down to Harry Potter. Shits the Weaver of the Night Watch Zone. Come with me to the night watch zone. Alright.
3: <laughs> oh, why are you
1: shaking your you, head every, Killian? You, 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 you do it every time man three more days till Halloween
0: Halloween, <laughs> uh, oh, Halloween. that was nice oh, yeah man Yeah. Uh, Eric saying I loved it since my first viewing yes I hear you man yeah. uh, Gora saying you know Tom's the man when he's like the worst father and you still gotta dig his character yeah I know man he, he even said that it was, it was funny because he's like what kind of doctor was I playing in this movie you know all right so let's let's start this thing off Coriander I'll start with you. Um, this movie it starts off and you've got that that awesome soundtrack uh, from John Carpenter and Alan Howorth. It's got all that synthesizer going on man and it's dark uh, we, we see that it's Northern California it's in, in like a storm and this guy is running. What were you thinking about the atmosphere and the mood and how this story started off
2: it started out damn creepy you know like you said the music and it's what you said it was foggy and yeah Mm -hmm. you didn't know what was going on you didn't know what he was running from you didn't know what was happening
0: right right and by the way um this definitely is is one of the, the greatest movies of all time all the controversy and so forth and i'm of course talking about sharknado i mean uh, H- halloween three i'm sorry but um <laughs> but no it's <laughs> it starts off and seriously it has a lot of great mood and you don't know why this old guy is running but you see these dudes in suits that are pursuing him mm. kill what were your thoughts at that point of the movie because it obviously has a different tone in part one and two and at this point we don't know yet that michael's not in the movie
1: yeah uh, you know I, I didn't know what the hell was going on i you know i'm, I'm watching it and i'm just like okay obviously this guy's running for his life what did he do or what did right. he see or what document did he steal from these guys mm-hmm. and you know who are these guys that are just you know just walking just very slowly, you know, they're not running after this guy. They're just kind of just stalking him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I had no idea what was going on.
0: Absolutely. And 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 shout out uh to Dick Warlock because he's playing one of these guys in the suit. And you know, the the cool thing about the production of this movie is you had a lot of mainstays from the first two movies. As far as the filmmakers and obviously Deborah Hill, John Carpenter and the background work in their magic. Um, but Coriander, once we we kind of move forward and um, we see that the old guy is able to survive the attack by the, uh, the gentleman in the suits and he heads to the hospital. That's when we first get introduced to Tom Atkins as Dr. Yeah. Dan, Dan Chalice. And we see that scene that we t- we showed in our cult intro where um, the old man gets attacked. But what were you thinking at this point? He's talking them all this stuff about they're coming for us, they're going to kill us. You know, as far as this whole mystery, what were you thinking of the story at that point?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of creepy because, like we all say, we don't know who's coming for him. You don't know what the hell he's really talking about and why is, you know, why is this mask in his hands? You know, he's right. like holding on he's to it like it. it Exactly, with the death grip. Yeah, man. Right, right. It's like, what the hell's going on? And the fact that, you know, Dr. Chalice is, like, drunk to boot, it's like, what? <laughs> I wouldn't want this dude as my freaking doctor. Damn. <laughs> right.
0: But he seems like a cool doctor, though, doesn't he, though? He's just, like, you know, he's just kind of laid back and...
2: Yeah, um, he's laid back, but, I mean, come on now.
0: <laughs> yeah. That scene, the scene with the attack... What would you guys think of yeah. that? That was pretty brutal,
2: man.
1: That this, was,
0: this, yeah. It does have but... some skills. The core in this is great. Yeah, what'd you think, Hill? I, I, I was like, God damn!
1: Like, you know, it, <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's been a while since I've seen this movie, and I was like, man, I forgot about that. He's just like, let me yeah. let me open your, let me open your nose bone up for right? you. Right
2: when let you me... heard that pop, it's yeah. like, damn, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: yeah uh doomsday says a uh, good movie direction intended was good and i do think more appreciated it now as a standalone it's a great film yeah man yeah i hear you i hear you uh let's see and uh, we got flamethrower in the chat too what's going on what's going on uh let's see what else we got uh we have uh flamethrower saying i thought he was an alien and agents j and k from mib were chasing him That was a little bit before that time, you know. Right. Um, We got Ben. Ben's in the chat. Cadaver Club himself saying, Hey, y'all, at work listening, so I won't be too active in the chat. All right, man. Good to have you, man. Um, Strange Monkey saying, I saw Halloween 3 and the original last Halloween at a drive in with my girlfriend. Very cool experience. That is cool. Nice. Very, very cool. Um, Let's see. uh, Brian was saying, uh, Darcy, the male girl from Joe Bob Briggs' last drive-in on Shudder, loves this film. I hear you, man. There's a lot of fans of it now, and, and that's really, really interesting. Um, Myers fan says, I knew there was no Michael, so I was wondering what was going on and why he was running. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But once we, we see uh, the attack in the hospital... The part where he goes, the guy in the suit goes out to the car and pours the gasoline on him. Lights the and it explodes. And I'm thinking, man, that's some serious dedication. What the hell?
1: (laughs) Man, look.
0: Who does
1: that? Hey, that level of dedication is on par with Homegirl and Conan, who, you know, James Earl Jones is like, Child, come to Definitely. me. It's like
0: okay, <laughs> yeah, or true. It, it's all for
1: you, Damien.
0: Like yeah. what? <laughs> I was that's like, "Jeez." <laughs> right. Oh my god! True enough. Uh, Eric was saying that death was great because of the crunch. Yeah. That's right. Gore saying he's just he's just just smooth. Like you know where I want to sleep. <laughs> Dan saying. I'll catch the replay. Past time for bed. Good night, all. All right, Dan. Catch you later, man. Thanks for stopping Bye. by. Appreciate that. We appreciate it. Um, but but now to move the story along. So um, the old man gets killed right in the hospital. It's a creepy scene. And again, man, hospitals. It's some creepy stuff that happens in hospitals in these Halloween movies. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> for real. It messes <laughs> the you up. The overnight Yeah. Right? It's like, come on. Drunk man.
2: doctors, killers. Right? Roman in the hall. Yeah. Hey.
0: And then, of course, the daughter of the old man, um, Ellie, played by uh, Stacy Nelkin, uh, who I thought was really good in this movie, she finds Dan at the bar <laughs> just chilling. And she's basically trying to find out what happened to her father. And this is where the story really starts to come together. And for me, this is, this is something that, you know, I really enjoyed about it. At this point, Uh, Coriander. What were you thinking about the story?
2: You know, uh, it wasn't bad. You know, like I said, I hadn't seen this since I was like a kid. So, it had been, God, a long friggin' time. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, it it was pretty, you know, how can I say this? It it went along pretty good. The flow was good. I didn't get bored with anything. You -hmm. know, so... Yeah, I thought yeah. so far this it was moving along just fine.
0: Yeah, and then every once in a while in the movie, they did these callbacks, uh, whether it be to other films and other filmmakers. And obviously, they do callbacks to their own movies, Kill. What were they watching on TV? <laughs> right? They it, probably. <laughs> yeah, they were. But no, but seriously, though. But then this is the part, and I'll, I'll throw it to you in a second, Kill. This is the part where I really started to have fun with this movie because Dan chooses to go with ellie basically on this quest to find out what happened to her father you know and and it's like detective work and i love you know this i love those types of movies because it's almost like this this adventure you're going on and we as the viewer we're on that adventure with these characters what were you what were you thinking at this point in the movie
1: uh i i was just like you i was like okay cool they're teaming up you know and 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 there there's stakes to this there's a reason for the team up you know it's not just i want adventure you know i mean you know him being the doctor that saw you know the aftermath of of the her dad dying and then the dude you know pouring gasoline on himself and blowing up mm-hmm. in front of you know uh tom he wants to know you know what's up with that and she of course is grieving her father's death so yeah. there actually is a reason for our you know uh our protagonist to go on this journey yeah, yeah. you know which which gives it stakes yeah
0: yeah and she finds um, information about where he went because he was getting this order from this factory for masks. Um, you know, because he was a, a a seller. And they figure, well, we've got to go to this factory, and that's where they start heading out to Santa Mira Coriander, to Silver Shamrock Factory. Now, yeah, at this
2: creepiest town in America,
0: right? <laughs> Is it... look at this,
2: look at that.
0: Is that not Creepville? Right?
2: But not only that, but they had surveillance cameras throughout the whole town. Right? I mean, that's crazy to boot.
0: It's very crazy, man. But they head out there, and it's creepy as hell. They meet all these colorful characters that are really wacky. It seems as though there's other people who are distributors, who are buying masks from Silver Shamrock. And again, Tom Atkins and Stacey Nelkin, they're basically undercover, posing as a couple, and they want to find out what happened to her dad. So, you know, you're going through all these types of things, and of course, there's a romance that happens between them as well, because Tom Atkins reasons um and but 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 it was cool though man especially if you're a fan of tom atkins how can you not love him in this movie he was fantastic but here let's jump into this part of it because we're talking about halloween 3 this was not the original intention for the producers they did not they not they did not think that this sequel would be absent of michael myers this was John Carpenter and Deborah Hill figuring that they wanted to take a left turn and start doing an anthology type of series, something along the lines of like Twilight Zone. And every year, they were going to do a movie that centered around the holiday of Halloween and the myths and legends and so forth. Kill, I'll start with you. Was that a good idea?
1: It's, it's a good idea... If you're making kind of an offshoot kind of movie, you know, like from the book of Halloween, you know, or something like that. <laughs> but I, I me personally, because I'm, I'm just like you, Knight, when I first saw it, I, I really hated this, you know, because I felt gypped. And and, you know, you guys, if you've you know, been with us for a while, you know that I am not a fan of the offshoot horror franchise entry movies okay jason goes to hell where it's just it is it, it's worm jason's it's going down your throat and okay now you're jason and flaming Voorhees swords you know although west craven's new nightmare was not bad <laughs> so uh, it, was, it, was very good. it was actually really good that was a high mark right there with some of the it, the, it was, the valleys that had been going on in that franchise yeah it was um, pretty high in
0: our franchise ranking yeah
1: especially mine uh but but i'm not normally a fan of these but what i what i did like about this you know you gotta you gotta love tom atkins i i, I want to give kudos for you know wes craver and Deborah wes craven and deborah hill doing something different and trying something i mean john
0: carpenter
1: i'm yep so sorry john carpenter um but once again you know just like gore 10 year old gore is going to the movie theaters and he's expecting michael myers not tom atkins being a pimp i mean because he is you know (laughs) but but i i I just (laughs) feel that this could have been this could have sparked a whole separate kind of line of halloween anthology movies that could be could be and live separate from the mainline michael myers line mm-hmm. that's just my absolutely.
0: Opinion. all right now real quick in the chat i want to catch up to some of the, what these guys are doing erica's saying the town looks straight out of village of the damned where children of <laughs> the corn yeah mm. yes absolutely uh, yeah you're right uh we got byron in the chat what's going on man Saying as a kid, I rationalized this part as part of the series by the Halloween on TV being based on a true story and the druid cult being the same one from Halloween 6. (laughs) All right, Right. man, you were really connecting the dots, man. I like that. That's really, really cool. All right. (laughs) And uh, Myers fan was saying that the robot had killed himself to cover his tracks. Yeah, absolutely. But at the time, in the beginning of the movie, I'm we like, didn't
2: know they were robots. Yeah, yeah what man. the hell's
0: going on? Yeah. Right? Gore, Gore is saying, I love the vibe. It really does pay homage to the OG invasion of the Body Snatchers. Absolutely. That was, yeah, it I mean, does. That was the main um, inspiration uh, f- f- for this movie. So, absolutely. Uh, Brian says, Carpenter should have gone that way, at Night, as far as the anthology movies. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it was a good idea, I think. It just... The timing of it and the and they didn't have any backing they didn't have enough backing from Universal Studios that was the problem uh, we got fachi cinema in the chat what's going on man saying uh Halloween 3 is straight fire all right mm-hmm. man people are loving Halloween 3 that's awesome man and <laughs> Eric says hashtag Jason worms for life <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> oh. Oh. never forget never forget brian says uh what if it was titled something else other than halloween would that have changed things well that's an interesting question brian and i wanted to throw this out to coriander and killian and you guys you know because a lot of people say well if it was just called season of the witch it would have been well received but my question is would it have though because you know tom atkins was not a big star at that point right you didn't have Michael Myers in the movie you didn't have Jamie Lee Curtis uh, and Tommy Lee Wallace was the director he wasn't a big name either Um, so I don't think it would have had enough attention you know on it what do do you guys think what do you think Coriander
2: yeah I mean I I don't think it probably would have done as well so yeah yeah.
0: it was smart for
2: them to put Halloween into it well because it would bring that attention because smart. yeah people are expecting in a way it was Yes.
0: Yeah, because yeah sure smart. Michael's
2: not in it right that's the only right. downfall is no Michael
0: yeah. what should have but, happened and, and they've even talked about this too and then I'll get your take on it too uh, Kill what they what should have happened is Universal should have backed it much better and even Tom Lee Wallace who directed it said that there should have been a game plan in the marketing to, uh, to let audiences know that hey this is not a Michael Myers story, but it's still a Halloween movie, and it's going in a different direction, and so forth. So there wouldn't have been that intense backlash in the beginning. What do you think, Hill?
1: Yeah, I I agree. This this wouldn't have worked well without the name recognition of of Halloween, because yeah. you had people like you know you, me, Gore, you know Coriander who were ready for the next sequel we were ready for more michael myers you know action and you didn't get that so i feel that they rested on their laurels and just hey well let's put the name there because we'll get Mm -hmm. that'll get butts in the seats but i truly feel if they really wanted this to be successful and it could have been maybe just have you know you know er, tales of halloween you know or you know or whatever and just right. season of the witch or whatever so people right. knew okay well it's from the same you know people that made created this franchise mm-hmm. okay you know oh it's got the john carpenter music okay let's let's do this right. and they won't yeah. come in with preconceived you know notions of well, where's michael at
0: Right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I agree. Uh, Rook, quick, too, in the chat. Uh, we've got uh, the movie bros in the chat. Steven saying, hey, guys, uh, Tom Atkins is awesome. This and Night of the Creeps are his best in my book. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Uh, Gore saying, perfect example of how people aren't comfortable going outside of the box. This is a good point. Very good point. Strange Monkey saying the backlash from fans was too much. I can see why it didn't last. Yeah, man, it got killed so quick it wasn't even in the theaters for more than a week i mean it got killed oh my god yeah it got killed really really quick um but with that being said and we'll get back into the story a little bit more i'll start talking about my opinion on it like i said when i first saw it i really did not like it the very first video uh review that, that that was on this channel it was me basically trying to review halloween 3. it was a horrible review horrible video but the the big point of it was, I love this movie now. It's 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 a, it's a good movie to me. I like it. I've watched it many times since then. I can't remember how how old I was when I finally turned the corner on it, but I was an adult, and I just gave it a chance. I forgot if it was on TV or whatever, but anyways, I watched it and I was like, you know what? This is actually a good movie. It had a weird vibe to it. It had an invasions of invasion of the body snatchers vibe to it. Uh, I'm a huge Tom Atkins fan. And I started to get it, you know what I mean? And this movie, probably the the, the biggest example of, for me anyways, is to always give a movie another chance, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because mm. as a kid, and even in my teens, I truly did not like this movie. I watched it and never watched it again, you know, because I was just upset with it. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, but... Let's get to, to Connell Cochran, too, man, because Dan O'Herlihy was just amazing um, as this character. He was just smooth mm-hmm. and just, you know, he had this menace behind him. And, you know, he was obviously a, a big catch for the movie because he had been in so many films. He's a veteran actor and they were able to get him into this role. I'll start with you, Coriander. What did you think of him in this role as far as playing the, the title witch in the movie?
2: yeah he was great i mean when he was nice he was really nice and it's like yes. wow what a good guy right. but when you see the other side of him it's like jesus don't yes. freaking cross this dude because yeah i would not right? mess with him.
3: yeah
0: absolutely uh what about you Gil?
1: man look he was doing his best sinister willy wonka because (laughs) look you know he had families you know that 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 believed in him oh what is this and oh i want this mask and he's like hey little boy not that one take this one you know and and he was just so nice and i'm sorry anytime anyone is that nice i don't trust you i got trusted <laughs> all right oh, so i would have been i would have been just like tom atkins looking in the, in the back like
3: mm-hmm. okay yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. but yeah yeah he yeah. was
1: awesome and like coriander said you could feel the menace mm-hmm. coming off of him and his portrayal of that character so he yeah, he did a great job
0: right right absolutely <clears throat> Uh, Brian was saying maybe you have to be a film buff to really give films like Halloween three another chance. That's possible, yeah. <laughs> or if you just get lucky and just watch it again and you know have an open mind. Um, Byron saying, I wonder if in twenty years people will be reassessing Disney's Star Wars or something as as something or something as good in its own right. Could be, man. It really could, could be, be, especially the other generations. You know, could. Uh, Eric saying fans didn't know what they had back then with this it was great to see Michael return with four but after that they probably should have realized what complaining can do to a series down the line <laughs> yeah good point good point uh, Steven saying going into it knowing it's not a Michael Myers movie makes it a much better film because you can appreciate it for what it is a new story to be told exactly yeah absolutely uh john Steele's in the chat saying hey kids tune in for the giveaway at nine <laughs> right <laughs> everyone's got that one that's good man um slasher fred saying the movie does show clips from the original halloween on tv yeah yeah, yeah. uh eric saying even in defeat cochran was smooth as hell looking at atkins yeah. and giving him that smile and the slow clap yeah man right well, because he, you know, he's a trickster, man. I think he was just like, "Yeah, you got me. Good for you." You know what I mean? That's pretty good. Uh, we got Death Central, Kevin, in the chat. What's going on, man? How you doing? Hey. Man? Say hey, guys. Hey. Um, but yeah, back to the story. So Cochrane is just basically smiling and schmoozing and you know shaking hands and kissing babies. But yeah, Dan, kissing them.
2: You mean? Killing them, Jesus. Well,
0: that <laughs> that was good. That was good, Coriander. But um, but Ellie and Dan are still trying to investigate what happened to her dad. But you also had some other weird stuff going on too. You had these other people that were distributors that had come to the hotel to get masks from the factory, and you had your girl Marge, Coriander. This was another big scene um, yeah. in the movie, messing with uh, one of the tags that came off of a Halloween mask. What did you think yeah. of this scene, Coriander?
2: It was a pretty damn good scene. I mean, if she didn't have that damn bobby pin in her finger, poking around, that wouldn't have right. happened. And right. her face wouldn't have got, like, laser burnt, and... Yeah, right. it, it was quite the scene.
0: Gross, Gross. man. Absolutely. Yes, it- look
2: at... The thing I didn't understand was the bugs. Why did all these bugs always have to come out of them? Well, you know?
0: I, think it, well I think it was just, just part of the whole idea of witchcraft, you know, snakes and snails and all that crap. I think that was kind of... I think that's what Tommy Lee Wallace was talking about. Because the whole idea of the movie, and I think originally it was from Deborah Hill, she wanted to craft this story that was a mesh of the old world witchcraft with the new technology of computers. Which, of course, you saw when Cochrane, you know, was in that, uh, that room with the piece of Stonehenge and stuff like that. So, yeah. But, um but you know all of this stuff is happening and Ellie and Dan still don't know what's going on they're just chilling out and at this point you you start to wonder are they going to be in trouble what were you what were you thinking at this point kill because they don't know what's going on. I think they're a little suspicious of Cochrane, but they really don't know that this factory is basically like the factory is basically like the Legion of Doom headquarters, you know what I mean? So <laughs> it's like Yeah, it is. You know what I'm saying? So what were you thinking at this point for our main characters? Cuz they they're just honeymooning basically, it looks like. Yeah, yeah,
1: they're in, they're enjoying the trip. I mean, exactly. especially Tom. Why not? Right? <laughs> I mean,
2: yeah. Well, what me do you too. mean? well yeah
0: okay (laughs) what
2: (laughs) well because you know we all learned that she isn't who she is so
0: well yeah yeah not yet
2: though (laughs) right that's why i didn't say yeah
0: so so they actually go to the factory and just by chance they're asking about her father's order and next thing you know while they're checking on their on her father's order, you've got the other people that are buying masks and they're gonna be taking on a tour. So they go for a tour through the factory. They're seeing how the masks are made and everything. And again, another moment where Ellie sees her father's vehicle and she's like, "Well, that's my father's car." And next thing you know, she's outside looking out at the garage, and you've got all these guys in business suits standing around like watch guards. It was just yeah. a creepy vibe. What'd you guys think of this? Because it, it was a creepy set, creepy vibe, and you got these guys just standing around. What'd you think of it, Coriander?
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, if I saw my father, my father's car there, you know, I. would Want to see what the hell's going on, too. And the fact that these goons in suits stop you, it's like, what the hell is this? You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Makes you think
2: of like, you know the secret service in this town or something it's like well, what the hell's going on
0: and and that's what you really couldn't figure out at this point yeah. and I think that that was actually a good thing for the movie because it's it's just this huge mystery that's unraveling and it's unraveling pretty slowly what do you think of it Kill? Because yeah. I thought that that was one of the best things about this movie is that you really had no idea what was going on until the reveals
1: yeah I mean I was just waiting for one of them to yell Outlander you know <laughs> I mean you know like you know it was, it's Malachi grown up and now he's wearing a suit Um, but no you, you really didn't know what they were about you know obviously they, they were kind of sentries or guards right. you know because the way they would just stand like half half in a doorway and half of them is in darkness half is in light and they, they would mm-hmm. just, just stand there they wouldn't talk barely moved Right, And, you know, so it's like Alright, all right, all right, what are they? Are they aliens? Are yes. they zombies? Yeah. Are they robots? Yeah, You know, so you just really didn't know Which made it, made the viewing You know, even more interesting You know, just yeah. not knowing
0: Yeah, that idea of aliens That crossed my mind too I was like, you know, what's going on with these guys? This is so weird I mean, that, that really, I, I really did think Maybe it's aliens But anyways, we get to a point where Um, they're still snooping around. Tom Atkins is snooping around. He leaves the hotel room, which this was bad news because Ellie's in there alone. And next thing you know, she gets kidnapped. So it's like, oh man, here we go. So you know where he's got to go. He's got to go to the factory, Silver Shamrock factory. The setting was really, really, uh, really good and creepy. The atmosphere and the tension was really, really good. I think they did a good job with that. Tommy Lee Wallace, I thought, did a good job of directing it. Coriander, I'll throw it to you. When he's snooping around, he comes into this room with this old lady that's knitting and stuff like that. When you first saw it, what did you think? Did you did you did you know what was going to happen, or were you surprised by the reveal?
2: Wow, well, I was like, what a creepy old woman. You know, she's not even saying anything; she's just like sitting there knitting. And mm-hmm. yeah, the closer he gets, the more you realize that holy shit, that's not even real.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that makes I you mean,
2: question that nothing in this town is real, you know? Yes, so, yeah. that's a good point.
0: That is a good point. So you're wondering uh, what could be real and what's not. Um, mm-hmm. And you see, obviously, Dick Warlock, who was, like, doing everything in this movie. He was doing <laughs> he was stunt coordinator. He was doing stunts. He played an android and so forth. So obviously, we find out that these guys in the suits are robots. And yeah. it was it was it was a pretty cool reveal because he attacks uh, Tom Atkins and they fight and Tom Atkins just starts punching him in the gut. And next thing you know, he's pulling out wires and stuff. So it was it was a pretty good reveal. And it was something that was kind of different. What, what do you think about that as a plot device kill?
1: Uh, I mean, well, once again, it, it brought something different to the table of a Halloween movie. Right. You know, because it's like, OK, now we're kind of in the sci fi territory of robots you know robots looking like humans you know you know t-800s over here or whatever you know so (laughs) and this is before
0: terminator this is before terminator because this is 1982 and terminator wasn't until 84 james cameron didn't write it until like i think it was 83 or whatever yeah go ahead
1: yeah so i mean i i liked it because now you're blending you know witchcraft you know from the middle ages you know on With sci-fi robots that look Mm. amazingly real, you know. So, yeah, yeah. I I, and and once again, as I'm watching, I'm still kind of like scratching my head, like, okay, what's going on? And that's not. (laughs) Yeah, and that's not a bad thing. I mean, sometimes it's good to go into something and you don't know what the hell is going on, you know, and you just are there for the ride. So yeah, Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, Gore was saying, I absolutely love the score. It is a great score. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, John Steele saying, the cliffhanger ending. I loved it. Right? You know, yeah. the ending, and just to throw this out there, too, because we do have some fun facts, but I'll throw one out. The, the ending is what the studios had some of the biggest problems with because, obviously, it's a cliffhanger ending, and it's kind of a downer type of ending. They absolutely hated the ending, and Tommy Lee Wallace said that's when Universal really took a step back and didn't um, really help to promote the movie and that was part of the, the uh, reason why uh, the campaign for it was so poor. Now, Which is too bad, man. It's like, sometimes you just gotta go with your directors, you know? Um, yeah. Eric saying, love how there's robots here and Dan O'Hurley is in the first two Robocop movies. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Uh, Byron saying, James Cameron admitted that Terminator was inspired by Halloween. Absolutely, yeah. And when we did our Terminator episode, we really talked about how um, Terminator is basically a slasher movie. You know, and by the way, if you guys have not seen our Terminator episode, check that out, but he was uh, hugely inspired by Halloween and John Carpenter. Um, Brian, Brian saying maybe the robot angle is playing off the Michael Myers character who is kind of non-human and doesn't display emotion. It could be. Yeah, it definitely could be that. Yeah. Um, John Steele saying, I redrew the Scream Factory slip art as Disney characters. (laughs) Nice. I I like that. Nice. Oh, man. Um, John also said, I always said uh, they could have related uh, the later film, Cult of Thorn stuff, to the pagans in this film. Yeah, that would have been a good way to bridge it. And it actually would have, for me anyways, made the whole Cult of Thorn thing, you know, better that's a great point john i really appreciate that it's a good point um but he gets captured by the other androids after he kills dick warlock and this is the part where he starts to find out what's going on he sees the technology that Cochrane has um the uh the part of stonehenge Friggin' stonehenge right? exactly right yeah he's using that to, to use the power of it and and uh, like that scene we played earlier in the intro um Cochran was explaining that this is part of his craft, the witchcraft, and so forth. What do you think of this part, Coriander, as far as, you know, you've got the villain basically telling you what he's going to do, and it's pretty damn dastardly killing all these kids, man. What were you thinking? Yeah,
2: that is, it's like, I I don't get why someone would want to, yeah, murder all these poor children who are... Celebrating Halloween and getting candy and and well, yeah, said, I get what happened. I get it, yeah, because what he said in the beginning, yeah, yeah, or that part more, when he was explaining, yeah, yeah, about
0: sacrifices of children and right. animals and that's part of the way they lived, yeah,
2: right, right, and that's
0: just crazy.
2: So yeah, and the fact that they using Stonehenge to like <laughs> power this thing, which I thought, you know, didn't that have to do with like aliens and shit? Isn't that like what well, they're saying, like with
0: Stonehenge? I don't know. But I'm
2: just saying <laughs> the fact that they're using it Witch. for witchcraft was interesting. Well, he but, talked about okay. how
0: Stonehenge, the way it's it's positioned, it's like a um, I forgot what he called it, a sacrificial circle or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he kind of he kind of paralleled okay. that to witchcraft, you know, which of course, right. I mean, it sounds yeah, you good. Need an I, I wouldn't know. Right? Yes, yeah. exactly. But we get to the scene also where he's showing uh, Dan what the mask will do when the kids watch the stream and man look i mean it might have been one of the first times as a kid that i saw a kid killed on screen and it was pretty damn gruesome what did you guys think of this scene because i was just like wow that sucks
1: (laughs) i i know i i thought when i first saw it like wow they went there yeah, <laughs> like, they 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 really oh, okay, all right.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It it was pretty. What do you think, Coriander? It was pretty gross.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, this poor kid. You know, who knows you? Because really, you don't see what happens. But yeah, next thing you know, all these bugs and
0: oh, just yeah, it was crazy rattlesnake. And of yeah. course, that kills. And the other thing too that was really messed up too is that that killed the parents too. Yeah, you had the rattlesnake that that um, struck at the father and stuff. So, yeah. look, this is a, this is a bad so, yeah, plan. Yeah, they were
2: going to take out. Yeah, they were thinking planning to take out families too.
0: Because I mean,
2: that's yeah, it's just crazy shit
0: absolutely um and of course you know he, he's showing this to dan because he's basically planning to kill him because he puts the mask on dan and is going to allow dan to watch the the stream the commercial as well and of course that will kill him but you had mm-hmm. that that fantastic uh speech by cochran explaining everything and so forth yeah. and again dan O'Hurley, i thought he was just fantastic in this role i mean he's definitely uh, memorable in this did you guys agree with that because i mean definitely I, I, I just even when I watch it now it's like I just enjoy all the scenes that he's in man it's just fantastic
1: yeah oh yeah yeah. he's chewing up scenery in a good way as as the the bad guy here
0: absolutely yeah and Tom Atkins even said on set um, Tom Atkins was saying he really looked up to Dan because you know obviously he was such a veteran actor and um, at that point Tom Atkins you know had done some things but not not the extensive career that Dan or Hurley had, um, and so th- they had this like bond that they formed, and I thought that was pretty cool to hear uh, from Tom Atkins. Uh, real quick, too, in the chat as we start to uh, finishing up here, uh, Byron is saying murdering the kids is to prevent worse disasters as a sacrifice. If I remember correctly, yeah, it was a way to balance out the world, according to what uh, Cochran was saying. So it's pretty dark stuff, man. Yeah, some it's of this crazy. Some of the darkest stuff um, in in the franchise, really. Uh, Yeah, John saying was supposed to be a different themed Halloween film, possibly as a yearly or every other year type of thing. Yeah, that was the game plan, and unfortunately, um, that did not happen, not at all. Um, But as we get to the end, Tom Atkins escapes, and he basically turns the table on Cochrane, destroys the computers. It messes up the whole technology that they were working with and stonehenge actually turns on Cochrane, and it looks like it, it, it disintegrates him or either transports him to another dimension or something weird pretty crazy <laughs> stuff man um but like some of the people in the chat were saying before that happened you know he knew he was defeated and he's supposed to be the ultimate trickster he kind of gives that look to tom atkins kind of like yeah good job man Good for you. Bravo! Yeah, right? it, was, it was it was cool. It was really cool. Um, but uh, Dan rescues Ellie, and they run the hell out of the factory. So at that point, now it's a countdown because you've got to stop this broadcast that's going to be happening. And I think it's like within 15 minutes or whatever after they get get out of the factory. Coriander, I'll start with you. There's another twist, as we know, that's coming up. What were you thinking of the of, of the story at this point?
2: Well, you know, I guess I can't really say anything till that till like the end end. But I mean, I thought so far that, yeah, I mean, he was smart to figure out that those, you know chips on those masks would malfunction the computers and mm-hmm. destroy his plan of right. supposedly killing all these kids. So
0: right, yeah. right. I thought it was working out well. And, and at the end when he's with, with Ellie and they're driving away all of a sudden she turns to him and he's like is something wrong because he's like talking to her and all of a sudden she attacks him and you find out that she's an android and it's like wow what a twist right? what, what what did you guys think of that as a twist because it really caught me off guard when I first saw it
1: I uh, liked so- it oh yeah. I'm sorry
0: oh, go ahead. <laughs> oh no no i
1: you know because and and this might sound morbid you know or whatever but i like it sometimes when the bad guys win yeah. in the movies and you know this one just you kind of look at it as okay tom did succeed but <laughs> there was a price that had to be paid and did he stop the signal from killing everyone maybe but still a bunch of people got aced out Right. a bunch well, of kids probably got aced out right well, but that's...
2: the thing that i don't get guys okay is okay once he like destroys stonehenge and didn't that have to like power through this commercial also so well, with that not running how could it have set the things off to kill the kids
0: well <laughs> you're See going what I mean? deep man Supposed well, come least, on, you suppose, guys go suppo- deep, and the one time well, I go deep, shit. Well, no, <laughs> well, well the, bottom, the bottom line is that, well, the commercials already, the, the commercials already set up, as, as far as right, I understand Right, because how could
2: they stop the commercials from the broadcast, from the stations broadcasting it? Well, but with, like the, I said, with the, with the Stonehenge not working. The stations, would
0: just, working. Turn it off. The right stations would just, all right, hold on, listen. The stations would just <laughs> turn it off so it wouldn't be broadcasting right? and that would save all the kids and that's what he was asking right. at the end that's what he was asking see, the guy to do I don't think any of the kids died
2: because the Stonehenge stone wasn't working you know so I, I just think the commercial Maybe. ran and none of the kids died
0: that's what well, I think well we one thing we definitely know is that they leave it up to, to the imagination right? and, and even Tom, right. Atkins, Tom Atkins says he thinks at the end no kids died tommy lee wallace says he thinks that some kids did so i you know they purposefully left it open like that um which which is interesting and it but it is kind of a downer of an ending but i actually enjoyed it as an ending because it's like wow you don't know what's gonna happen you know oh they were fine (laughs) (laughs) jeez (laughs) i i think some kids died
1: that's what i think yeah i think some kids got their th- their heads crushed in
2: yeah the yeah. kid who and his parents definitely yeah.
0: because well yeah <laughs> all right okay all right um let's see in the well, chat what do you, too, what do you
1: guys what do you guys in the chat think do you think some kids <laughs> died or did they all live happily ever after
0: they right. lived
2: happily ever after ate their Eric.
3: candy
0: <laughs> All right, hold on. Eric says, uh, "But was she an android the whole time? I think she was killed and replaced while Atkins was tied to the chair. Because if she was one the whole time, her search for a dad would have made no sense." I agree with yeah. that. I think that,
2: I think they sent her there. I don't. I I think she was a robot the whole time. Really? really? Yeah. Yeah.
0: But what? what, what, what he what
2: brought was... evidence with that mask with the, into the hospital. So obviously they sent people into. Take him out, well, right, and then to send her in to find out how much was actually known. And you know what I mean? It
0: could work like that. I could see that. Yeah. yeah. Right. I could yeah. see that. And uh, the kids
2: survived.
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> uh,
0: Brian's saying that's like the Deckard, whether he's a replicant or not in Blade Runner. I, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Gore was saying, uh, I agree, Eric. I think she was changed after they captured them. Yeah, that's, what right. think, that's what I think. That's what I think. Gore says, "I think Cochrane won." Yeah. 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 Eric says, uh, "Kids died. End of story. and movie. Sorry, coriander." <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't Kids. believe it. Kids I don't did believe die, it. man. Well, because because they had already because Co- actually because Cochran even said that when he was when he had uh, Dan not tied up, but when he was showing him everything, he said, "This thing is ready to roll." You know, the commercial was already pre-recorded. And it was something right. in it. It was something already in it that was going to be streaming out. So, so they didn't. But Stonehenge need
2: was going to power that,
0: right? But they didn't need. And it that. got
2: destroyed. But right, they didn't well. need.
0: They didn't. They didn't need Stonehenge to keep powering it because it was already a pre-recorded um, commercial. See, then that doesn't make sense. Well, it's magic, girl. Let it go. <laughs> look, look, look.
1: They they just need the glasses. They just need the glasses from they live, and they could have seen everything.
0: There you go. Yeah. There you
1: go. There John you Spiel.
0: go. John says at least one kid death in the film to be sure. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We know that. All right. So let's. We got a couple of fun facts too. We'll throw these out to you guys too. Uh, and coriander, I'll start. I'll start off with the first one. Um, kill. So I'll uh, read this one to you. So here we go. Smooth operator. Smooth operator.
3: Yeah,
2: so when uh Dr. Chalice there was calling the operator, it was Jamie Lee Curtis who was on the other end.
0: Yeah, man.
1: Oh,
0: wow. He, yeah, the family. All right. That's cool. That is pretty cool. <laughs> right. man. She was she was a part of it. That is really cool. Yeah um nancy keys was also in it too as as dan's wife yeah of course she yeah. played annie in the first one first and second one mm-hmm. okay so kill we'll, we'll send this second one to you man all right here we go and let me just pull this up here hold on there we go
1: the mass
2: yeah. So they kept the original molds of the skull the witch and the jack o lantern and they mass produced it, you know, before this uh to help promote the film. Yeah.
0: Mm. And they really and they really sold them?
2: Yeah. 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 Dang,
0: man, I would have loved to have one.
3: In <laughs> like
2: retail now. stores, yeah. right? Not, Could you not imagine? When I was a right? Kid,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's uh let's see. We got another one here. 40 takes. 40 oh, yeah. takes. Yeah,
2: it took Tom Atkins 40 takes to get that skull mask thrown onto the camera. Yeah.
0: <laughs> man, that's dedication, man. I always wondered if that was, if he really threw if it. that was like real. That.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Really 40 takes that. later. Right. Jeez, man. You got to love it. That's dedication. Dedication. Right. <laughs> All right, Kill. Uh, we'll do another one with you.
1: Santa Mira
2: yeah so and as we talked about earlier it's, it's also the small town that was the setting for invasions of the body snatch,
0: snatchers oh yeah mm-hmm. so that was the way that they were paying homage to it yep very very cool alright let's yeah. see we got a couple more here the silver shamrock factory yeah so the setting was
2: actually a milk factory yeah hmm, so that's kind of really? interesting
0: yeah i guess that makes sense yeah. yeah man they were really doing some guerrilla filmmaking there man that's very cool right? i like it yeah all right kill let's uh, do another one for you here marge
2: yeah so uh garn Stephens, right i don't even know if i stevens i'm sorry was um oh shit i'm totally getting this wrong tom atkins <laughs> and garn stevens who played marge um they were husband and wife at the time yeah, there we go. Yeah,
0: and I did know that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, see, I didn't know yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, that is awesome. All right, cool. I think we got two more here. Okay, let's see what else we got. Atkins is the man. man.
2: Yeah. Uh, is this the one where he got pneumonia? <laughs> I'm yes. not sure which one. Yes. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so he got pneumonia during, you know, when he was filming this.
0: Oh, wow. Very, very cool. Very cool. Uh, In the chat, too, uh, Gore was saying, good physical effects with the head disintegrations. It was some good good effects. I gotta admit, that's very true. Mm -hmm. Um, And let's see, as we start to get ready to finish out here, Eric was saying, I'm going to use that excuse explanation now. Every time people question logic in this movie or Jason goes to hell night, it's magic. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, man. You know it's true. Uh, Brian saying, maybe Coriander disagreeing with Knight and Killian shows how this film makes it interesting. Yeah, I, I guess <laughs> so.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh
0: oh man and we got sunrise in the chat uh saying i don't know why but this film reminds me of 90s trash television ah, good point. oh no good point uh gore said uh, it already had powered it it didn't need the stone anymore exactly
2: yeah i guess i didn't get that part but you know it's still it's okay. the kids didn't die yeah,
1: yeah. it's all good <laughs> The kids didn't die. <laughs> hey, can I can, can, can I can I just interject something with the Stonehenge the hinge thing? Yeah, that that's um. Some... That's some Cobra shit right there, man. That like, right? we're going to steal Stonehenge. You know? Right? Like, wait, what? Uh, <laughs> like That yeah. is some G.I. Joe, Cobra, Cobra Commander, like, oh, the power <laughs> from the stones.
0: <laughs> Isn't that true, man? They always had these big cockamamie <laughs> game plans to take over the world. Yeah, because
1: fun fact about Stonehenge, don't ask me why I know this, each of those stones weigh tons and at the time that they were placed there, there is no way physically they should have been able to be moved because they weren't indigenous of that that part of England or, you know, wherever they're there. So aliens.
0: Aliens. (laughs) Aliens (laughs) Aliens and magic. That's what we're going with.
1: Exactly.
0: Alright. So anyways, guys, um, but let us know in the comment section, what do you guys think about Halloween 3? What did it mean to you? What did the kids like die? When... Yeah, did the kids die? <laughs> no. We're going to keep talking about that. But no, seriously, you know what was it like when you first saw the movie and what is it like today? Obviously this movie has found a cult following, which, which I think is very, very cool. And even Tommy uh, Lee Wallace, the director, I think there was a convention that he went to, I think it was in 2010, and he realized that this movie now has a cult following, and, and it has turned the, the, the corner, so to speak. And he was very, very uh, humbled by that. He thought it was really, really cool. And I think it's cool, too, because a lot of movies, they find their audience after years, if it's a good movie. And I think this really is a good movie. I'm glad that I was open-minded enough to enjoy it. But my big point I want to throw out to Coriander because when we've talked about our Friday the 13th movies and Nightmare on Elm Street movies, and we've slightly referenced Season of the Witch, Coriander was hating the idea of us doing this movie because she hated Season of the Witch. And I was waiting for her to, to to do this episode, and had her rewatch the movie. What happened and I'm when glad you rewatch? What happened when you? Because I like it movie?
2: now. It's not you bad.
0: Know. You love yeah. it now, I didn't, also, love. I didn't say love. I didn't
2: say love. Get out of here, man. I like it.
0: <laughs> but no, yeah, but ser- you do. <laughs> but but, but, ser- but seriously though, now now you you can kind of see what they were going for. I have respect love.
2: for it. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's very very cool. Very, very cool. And, and and that was the biggest thing for me is because she really... I remember when I did my fr- the, that first review on Halloween 3, that was not an episode that Coriander talked about a lot because she just was not a fan of the movie. But I'm glad you rewatched it and now you're a fan me of too. it. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. as, as we head out... Brian says, of course the kids didn't die, Coriander. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Trying to be funny.
2: (laughs) Oh, come on. Shit. Well, now you just ruined it. And they didn't
0: die. No. (laughs) (laughs) Eric says, easy way to explain Stonehenge. It's magic, girl. (laughs) <laughs> oh stop
2: it's not magic it's fucking aliens
0: <laughs> aliens oh, my oh goodness man. uh ultimate Summary saying tom atkins is slept on he really is man he's such an awesome awesome actor and we've been lucky enough to talk about some of his movies um like yeah. night of the creeps and, and this yes. so he's really really cool and john Steele is saying thrill me yeah yes <laughs> absolutely um Ben saying, I'm glad Coriander loves it now. Yes, she does. <laughs> yes, she does. Oh, God. It, it, yeah. it has, it has, I don't know about the hate. love, but yes. But you, there's but no you, did, but you did say it's going to be a movie you re, you'll revisit and that you enjoyed.
2: Yes, I would, yeah. Because, yeah. like you all say, Tom Atkins, how can you not rewatch it? So, yeah.
0: Good for you, man. <laughs> you did it, you made it alright yeah. man so anyways guys we're gonna get right head on out here thank you so much for hanging out with us please give the video a like that would help support us and also leave us a comment let us know more of your thoughts on Halloween 3 is it worthy of the hate that it gets now it's getting a lot of love so that's good uh, Eric says love this episode the difference of opinions kids are dead sorry not sorry made it super fun can't wait until next week 4 is my favorite of them all yeah, man, it's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> ben saying Halloween three and Coriander sitting in a tree. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, come on now.
0: Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Brian Brian saying bye everyone. Gore, same thing, man. Uh Sunrise saying, Great show night. I look forward to a conversation. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. <laughs> and cadaver <could> club. <laughs> ben giving the smile. <laughs> All right guys. We will catch you guys later. Thanks for hanging out with us. This was a lot of fun. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, you are the night watch. Peace out, guys. Peace. That's it.